episode of Calm, Cool, and Connected is brought to you by Bridgeside Medical Clinic, Chesapeake Integrated Behavioral Healthcare, and Edgar Casey's ARE. Hi, and welcome back to Calm, Cool, and Connected. Here on the show, we've been talking a lot about anxiety, how it manifests itself, but what about another vein of anxiety, social anxiety? I'm so happy to have Kyle Mitchell here on the show today. He is a social anxiety warrior and creator of his podcast, All On Combating Social Anxiety. So Kyle, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Rachel. Really glad to be here. Great. I know we are too. So Kyle, if you could, I guess, start by telling us a little bit about how did you get into really honing in on social anxiety? Is this something that you've had an experience with? How did it really come to be? Yeah. So this is something I struggle with my entire life. Just most of the time, I didn't understand what it was. I just thought I was different and weird. And I thought I was alone, the only one facing it. But I I really figured out kind of what the problem was when I transferred from a really small private school to a very large public school. So I went from a school that had like 200 kids in the whole high school to one that had 1600. And that's when my social anxiety was like, put right in my face. And I was like, you know what, buddy, you're going to face this right now, whether you like it or not. So that's how I kind of came to terms with and That's kind of how it all started. Well, I think what you said is very important that when you feel social anxiety, it can make you feel really isolated or alone. So Kyle, what are some of the kind of main symptoms that you have seen really present themselves either in yourself or in some of the folks that you talk to? What kinds of things have you seen with social anxiety? Sure. I mean, I think like one of the biggest ones is just internal thoughts, judgments that you have, or that you think other people are having about you. It can be, you know, just trying to have a conversation with someone and thinking they're judging you, thinking you're talking weird, or, and it could be something as simple as like you walking in the grocery store and thinking people are judging you for the way you're walking. I mean, I've personally experienced that. And I remember posting that on Instagram and people are like, yeah, I, I feel that way all the time. I feel like people are judging me how I'm walking. Mm. And when you can sit back and look at it, like, are people really judging us for how we're walking? Like, probably not. <laughs> right. And so just by you sharing a bit of your own journey, it really resonated with folks. That's something that I hear quite a bit. I mean, really feeling like that spotlight is completely on you when we know most of the time it's not. But it's interesting how social anxiety can really pop up and cause you to feel that way. So Kyle, tell us a little bit about your work that you're doing and even the podcast, how it's really helping people. Give us that information. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I I guess I kind of start from when I started to, I started implementing things in my life to help myself overcome social anxiety, if you will, or I guess a better term would be better manage it towards not taking control of myself. And once I figured out how to do that, I started building, I built a course, I started posting stuff on Instagram, just kind of sharing my experience. Because when I I say this all the time, when I was in high school, I did not know what mental health was, I did not know what anxiety was. This is something I just learned on my own once I got out. And so I wanted to share my experience and let people know who are feeling the exact same way I was and say, hey, you are not alone. I know it feels like it, 
because that's how I felt. But I promise you, you are not alone in all this. And there are things you can do to make yourself feel better and to make your life not controlled by your social anxiety, because that's what my social anxiety was doing to me. Definitely. And I really admire you for just kind of talking about what it has been like to have social anxiety. Kyle, do you think that really just moving past any fears and putting it out there, hey, this is what's going on with me. Was that helpful for you just in your own journey with decreasing the anxiety surrounding social situations and things of that nature? Yes. I mean, just getting past that fear is a big thing. I mean, what I did was I kind of turned the uncomfortable challenges is what I put myself through. And I would take little baby step challenges in doing so. I mean, my first one was I started doing this while I was in college and I was like, okay, something that really gave me a ton of anxiety and a lot of people have the same experience is raising your hand in class and asking a question or answering a question. Even if you know the answer, there's still so much anxiety. So what I told myself was, hey, one time in every single class, I'm going to participate. I'm going to raise my hand, answer a question, ask a question. And I did this every single day and I did it for probably about six weeks consistently until I I kid you not, I promise I I became like the most participating, if you want to say person in the class. I mean, I was raising my hand. I no longer felt anxiety because what I did was I trained my brain to realize, Hey, we don't need this anxiety right now. Like anxiety does have a purpose, but it doesn't need to be present in this moment where I'm just asking a question or answering a question. You got it, Kyle. I just want to jump up and down because everything that you're saying is so on point. The fact that we got to face what scares us and even just challenging yourself like you did to push through it really yielded some great benefits. So Kyle, what should parents potentially look for in their child in terms of recognizing specifically social anxiety and when anxiety symptoms come about? What are things that you recommend? So, I mean, I'm just thinking back to my own childhood. I mean, I guess one big thing for me was just isolation, mostly, you know, staying in my room. As far as what to recommend for parents, I think the biggest thing is just being accepting, listening, stay away from trying to give advice or tell your child what to do. But yeah, just listen, let them open up to you you know, encourage them to open up and just really accept their feelings as true feelings, even if it may seem kind of like out of bounds to you, like doesn't make sense because you've never experienced it. Uh, Right. What they're feeling is true. Definitely. Just coming to your child just from a place of acceptance. Kyle, do you feel like the pandemic has promoted anxiety in terms of just wearing the masks and then having heightened anxiety at the thought of leaving your house since we've all pretty much been in this quarantine life for a year now. What do you think about the pandemic and its effect on social anxiety? Yeah. So, I mean, anxiety in general is just on the rise with the pandemic. Mm. Um, Social anxiety specifically, I I don't know if it's really on the rise. I haven't seen anything like that, but I, I will say it's kind of going to be a little bit harder for some people to get back to normal life because we've been in isolation for so long, right? We're like in social anxiety dreamland right now. And so it's going to be a challenge to be able to 
learn how to you know walk in front of people again and have conversations and do that uh, type of thing. One thing that I thought was interesting was was the mask wearing. I thought that might be mm-hmm. that might make people with social anxiety feel even more anxious having to wear that. But is that mm-hmm. they actually did several studies and it's actually makes people feel more comfortable wearing that. And what I've heard on the reason why is because you can't see people's face. You know, it's the facial expressions. People can't read your face. And it's making a lot more people feel more comfortable, specifically people with social anxiety, which I found interesting. That could make, that makes a lot of sense. You know, it's almost like that little shield that you're wearing around each day. Do you think that that's at all connected with self-esteem, that anxiety can wear on a person's self-esteem, that there's a connection even socially going out, speaking in front of people. What do you feel are those ties between self-esteem and social anxiety? I mean, when I was struggling with social anxiety, my self-esteem was at a zero out of, you know, 10 out of 100, whatever you want to say. But I, I think it's very well connected. And that's something that I focus a lot on in my course is self-esteem, you know, self-love and self-confidence, but self-esteem and being a big one and just ha- how you talk to yourself, how you feel about yourself. Yeah, it can definitely make you feel that way. And it it definitely made me feel just like I was not adequate. I, you know, I couldn't do enough. I wasn't, you know, I was abnormal. I wasn't like everyone else. Definitely. And Kyle, I mean, Speaking to you now, I would almost never guess that you had battled with social anxiety or anxiety in general. You're a great speaker. You seem very confident. What have been some strategies that you've really implemented, things that you would even recommend other people do to just feel more confident and get past that anxiety? First of all, thank you for recognizing Definitely. Me for that. Yeah, it's definitely been a journey, but I guess some things I would recommend is shower yourself with self-love, talk to yourself well, do self-affirmations, use I am statements. One thing I do in the mirror every morning is I talk to myself and I play some music in the background and I tell myself I am confident. You know, I, I, I am socially confident. I'm comfortable going to parties. I mean, there's tons of stuff that you can tell yourself and it sounds like a silly thing, but it, it, it retrains that subconscious mind so you can go out and do these uncomfortable challenges uh, like I was telling you about. And that's that's pretty much the primary thing I did to be able to get to the point that I am now. And I continue to do that stuff. This is an uncomfortable challenge for me. And after I get Mm -hmm. done with it, I'm going to go reward myself because that's what I do. I reward my effort, not my results. So it doesn't matter what happens. I went out and did this thing that's slightly uncomfortable for me. Doing these interviews, uh, I've gotten better at them, but they're still a little bit uncomfortable for me. So I keep doing them. And whether I completely ruin this interview or it goes great, I'm going to reward myself either way. I love it. I love it. So really trying to focus on building upon the things that you're doing, watching your mindset, keeping it in check. Kyle, such great information and feedback. Now, I also know that you have a podcast. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. So I have a tell podcast. us more about the podcast. Where can people tune in? How can they listen? The name, all that good stuff. So the podcast is called The Social Ninjas. It's hosted by me and my friend that I actually met on Instagram. We both struggled with social anxiety. And so now we do a podcast, ironically, kind of, where we have on guests and we just talk about mental health and we dive into people's uh, mental health and 
really the whole thing is about destigmatizing and normalizing the conversation around mental health and also bringing valuable resources, tips to improve your own mental health. Like I said, you can find it, those social ninjas on Apple, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Or you can just go to the social ninjas podcast.com and find us there. Great name, the social ninjas, because it sounds like that is what you guys are all about and just normalizing mental health issues and struggles because no one is immune. You know, we've all gone through something. So Kyle, thanks so much for coming on today, sharing a piece of your journey, some great feedback and information for folks who are watching and listening. We really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Thank you very much. Absolutely. And for everyone who has tuned in today, no matter where you are, just dealing with anxiety. It's an anxiety-provoking time that we're currently in. Please don't forget to continue to listen to our podcast, like, share, check out the Social Ninja podcast if you have been struggling with your own social anxiety, and stay tuned for more amazing and just vulnerable guests who are here to share their stories to help you. Thanks for tuning in to Calm, Cool, and Connected. (laughs) 